cliffcentral.com Welcome to it. It's Life with Lebang. And please relax, have a good time, chill out, and um, get ready for some good information. Get ready to be moved. Get ready to, to get into the groove because I'm not alone. I am with somebody who I, I just said to her that she's got a very fancy surname. I think her surname is so fancy. It's Walton Blake. Doesn't it just sound like an expensive perfume? <laughs> Miss Sarah Walton Blake is in studio with me today, and she is literally a phenomenal woman. She has spent her entire lifetime working with people Her passion is to find ways to make a difference And really make it meaningful From fine arts to feeding schemes From paw prints to plausible implementation She is driven by sustainable volunteering And I'm really excited to have her in studio today Because uh, hopefully she can shake some of that off And you know, pass it on to us So we can also be inspired Sarah, welcome to the show Thank you so much for having me What a treat to be here Yeah, I'm glad that you're here I'm really interested to hear all about your story And how you got to your purpose in the way that you did So tell me more about Community Hours Tell me more about Sarah Blake And um, yeah And you know how you got to where you are now So mine was a long journey to Community Hours It sort of it went through a fabulous, fabulous Sort of fine arts career, a travels career And yeah. I loved every single step of the journey But all the, all the way through my life it's just I've just kind of felt like you should be doing something, something more, something beyond yourself, something that's, yeah. And it doesn't mean to say that you shouldn't also fulfill your own life. Yes. You shouldn't. I mean, you must you know, focus on those things too. So community hours kind of is, I suppose, the culmination of all of that for mm. me. It's an, it's an online platform mm-hmm. which links volunteers with organizations and volunteering experiences. And why that's important is, is because not everybody has Oodles of time mm. Or gazillions of rand For um, sure Much as we'd all Like to have a combination Of both mm. And sometimes When you talk to people About community engagement And volunteering They kind of go If I'm not Bill Gates It's not going to matter True And sadly You know it, it would be lovely To have Bill Gates's You know Disposable income And what have you mm. Bringing people together to volunteer together creates a community spirit, mm. and bringing people from different backgrounds and different different communities and cultures together with a common purpose creates a camaraderie that you cannot put together mm. in any kind of a way other than that organic way. So yeah. that's why I love volunteerism so much because we get young people volunteering with older people, we get people from the suburbs and the inner city volunteering together, mm. and the outcomes are all. In terms of our expectations Are all the same Yeah And I just I think that that's really important We need to start those Courageous conversations About What can I do Mm. I have got an hour a week Or I have got 50 rand But you and me together If we Collectively put our, t- our hours together Suddenly we've got two hours of impact Exactly And if we each put our 50 rand in And the two of us It's 100 rand's worth of impact mm. So we don't measure impact In terms of, of funding Because that's not our model, and most of the uh, of the volunteers that we work with are young volunteers. Mm. And the reason why I think that that's important is, is if we want to grow a positive future, if we want our leaders of tomorrow mm. to be civically minded, we want them to be empathetic. We need to start teaching our youth that it's the right thing to do. Of course. So yeah, so that's kind of what. Sort of pulls all all together for yeah. me, but the platform then enables people to make decisions as to where I want to volunteer. Mm. Because you might be an eco warrior, you might love the river cleanups and the environmental cleanups and what have you. There might be other people who kind of go, "I'd rather stick pins in my eyes than go and do that." Exactly, and that's okay because you might be a phenomenal. 
knitter. Something else. Something yes, else, you know yes, what I mean? of course. And everything you do has value mm. if it's placed in, you know, if it's done with love mm. and it's placed into an environment or an organization which can use it. I believe so, that so much. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I really honestly do. And I think that sometimes we've got this view of what a, a, a retirement village looks like mm. um, and smells like and feels like <laughs> and what have you. But we were just saying off air that you know, people that live in, in retirement villages during the lockdown that we've all just come through, mm. these people were locked away because of their vulnerabilities, because of, of their, you know, their, their health situations and what have you. They were just locked away from humanity. They didn't even get to go to the shops to go and buy bread and milk because somebody else did that for them. Jeez. Can you imagine? Mm. Can you imagine being completely isolated mm. for, for a two year period? So what we tried to do is kind of bring, Joy to their world in a way which was safe for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we don't measure impact in terms, as I say, of funding because it's not something that I can, I have a handle on. So mm. we are community hours. That's my currency is yeah. the hours. The of hours. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and during the hard lockdown of March to November of 2020, we measured over five years worth of volunteering wow. in terms of verified impact. Yes. I verify every, every hour that you tell me that you volunteer. Yes. I go and check that you did. Yes. Some people are a little bit economical with the truth. <laughs> but, um, you know, so we verify that because on our platform, you can actually pull it or draw a certificate that says, I did this engagement mm. for this many hours on this day. So, yeah. Sure. I have, I have so many questions from what Go. you've just said. Um, <laughs> but the first one will be, so let me get this straight. So community hours is almost like a middleman exactly. between I want to volunteer, but I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. You guys provide all that information for me. And then I just see where I would work best. Exactly. That exactly. is so clever. So so we work with about two and a half thousand registered NPOs, NGOs, and faith-based organizations. Mm-hmm. It started off in Gauteng, but it has just <laughs> exploded. So we yeah. are now working nationally. Um, and in fact, strange enough, somebody got me holding me from the UAE to say, can you help me, please? I wow. live in Abu Dhabi. I was like, Amazing. not off the top of my head, but I can try. <laughs> I can try. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so that's what we do. We sort of sit in the middle of a, of a triangle, if you like. So mm. we've got the organizations with their needs on mm. the one hand. Mm. We've got willing volunteers on the other hand, and then we have a, a, a sort of a conduit to schools and universities and um, an agreement with them that says if somebody carries a community hours certificate to say, I did this activity, mm. that you can actually accept that as verified. So we sit in the middle of all of that and really try and link like-minded volunteers with, with organizations which resonate with them. Yeah, Because, you know, it's important that you find something that makes you want to do it again Exactly Exactly And it shouldn't feel like a chore Right It should feel like, Almost like a passion Because then you'll want To keep doing it And what is lovely is, is we've got to work With some phenomenal people And recently We did an inner city cleanup with a, a phenomenal organization Called Honest Travel You have to chat to, to, to Ty and Frank and Romeo About what it is That they do mm. Because that's next level But what they did Is they took us um, On this This cleanup Through the inner city but along the way, we had this kind of lesson of black buildings and history and street art and graffiti art. And mm. so it wasn't just in inverted commas about the, 
the, the, the cleaning of the streets. It mm. was also about an awareness of the city in which we live and the city that we call home. Yeah. And we landed up then spending some time with some people, some indigent people who live right at the bottom end of Fox Street mm. and to hear their stories, mm. how they landed up in these circumstances which are unimaginable mm. in terms of not positively unimaginable. Mm. But just that dignity of sitting down and making eye contact with somebody and just letting them talk to, to somebody they've never met before. We walked away. We always think, oh, as a volunteer, we are going in as the omnibenevolent giver. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that's kind of got the solutions and answers. Yes. We always walk away feeling that we were the ones who gained the most. Mm. We were taught the most. Mm. We had the biggest lessons. Yeah. And that shift in terms of your own mindset that sort of says, I came to give, but actually. You received. I, I thought I was the teacher. Mm. I was the student. But th- that's the thing about volunteering, right? It's, we don't speak enough about how it's actually a two-way stream where you will go in there thinking oh no I've got this I'm here with all the answers and you'll leave feeling like a student because it's literally just sitting with that person and hearing their story and understanding them and realizing that we're actually all just human at the end of the day we are all just human that's all that it at is the end of the day so how do we, Sarah how do we change the perception of volunteering because you mentioned earlier that if we start with the youth you know we start them young and get them into the groove of it how do we change what volunteering is perceived to be because when you're young and you hear volunteering you think oh I have to go after school and go to the community center and give my hours if I don't have any hours oh I need to give them my money it's kind of the PR for, for volunteering is and that it's not really you know wrapped in a bow but it's such a good feeling thing that it should be it should be positioned as a you have to do this type thing how do we reposition number one what the perception of volunteering is and how do we really permeate this this youth that we seem seemingly can't access and how do we get them to jump on board from a young age and let it become a part of their lives from when they're young so that even when they're done being young they're still like this is so important to me I think first of all we have to sort of change the narrative around Mandela Day is the one day in the year that Hallelujah. everybody stands up and does something. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then you've ticked a great big box and you and then you're move done. along, sunshine. Yeah. Back to your life. I am not saying that the Mandela Day activations are not important. They are. They're mm. critically important because it does it does keep that sort of that pulse and, yes. and and everything that's positive about that must remain. But it's volunteering is not a one day a year mm. thing. Mm. So that's the first thing. The second thing is is that we have to change the perspective uh, or the narrative around community service being putting on an orange overall, like mm. you do in the American kind of television programs, mm. and it's a punishment. It is. Not a punishment Volunteerism should be something joyful And if you are not The said eco-warrior And you do not enjoy going and doing this Don't do it Mm. Don't do it Go and work in another space Mm. So we create volunteering opportunities At this point in time in nine different areas So you can be a virtual volunteer Oh lovely So let's say for example Time is an issue for you I mean you know People get on with their lives and what have you But there are 
there are Children for Kids Haven, for example, which mm. is the, the most extraordinary organization in Benoni that takes children off the streets, no questions asked, doesn't matter where you come from. It, it really, it, if you have a need, mm. they will open their arms to you. Amazing. Every child has a birthday. Mm. Can you imagine in your situation where your birthday was not acknowledged? Mm. And it sounds so ridiculously simple, but if you don't have a landmark day where someone says you are important, mm. Then kind of you just sort of feel like Is my life important? Exactly So a lot of our virtual volunteers make birthday cakes For the children at Kids Heaven And not only Kids Heaven Many, many, many child-led um, organizations And mm. homes and what have you mm. But you can do that so simply from home yeah. Don't tell me that you can't make 24 cupcakes at home Please don't tell me you yeah. can't do that no, this Honestly, if you just find a way to fit it into your life. Exactly. And that's what I, I like that the most about what you're saying. It's don't go and just do something for the sake of doing it and for the sake of ticking it and just saying, Oh, I volunteered. It's find, it's finding a space that works for you, right? Exactly. And the options are, 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 are seemingly endless. They are. So how do, you, how do you guys ensure that an individual or a group of friends or family is placed at the right organization with the right skill? So what we do is when, when our, our platform is subscription based, so I just yeah. Put it out there right up front So mm-hmm. it is subscription based When you go onto the platform You will then be able to go onto our volunteering library cool. You then make those choices So for example If you love animals with an unbridled passion And there are many people to Plenty, eat, plenty Plenty people <laughs> You can go and work, work at a pop-up adoption center And there are a number of those all through South Africa And you can go and volunteer your time Not everybody has a home mm. Which is conducive to having an animal in it mm. um, Much as you might like to have a You know a, a great Great Dane or something um, If you live in an apartment It's just not feasible mm. But you can go and work At these adoption centers For a morning For an hour What have you Making sure that animals Are placed correctly If you love horses For example mm. You can work in an equine center That does equine therapy So you would work With differently abled Children and adults As part of their therapy session Working with them With the horses um, So that's volunteerism Why? Because the outcome is Is that you uplifted somebody's universe mm. Even if it was only for a moment in time mm. You took them away from the place Which maybe just boxes them in And create a joyful moment for them yeah. It is not going to change the trajectory you know, on, on which you know, the, It's not going to do any of that But if we can create moments of joy Of kindness, of love For people that we don't know With no expectation of reward mm. So no one's going to come and kind of give you Mm. A winning lottery Or even a a pat on the back No No No. This is like It's like the secret millionaire But without the millionaire It's like (laughs) (laughs) It's like So just the secret then It's just the gift Mm. And sometimes The biggest gift you can give somebody Has no financial equation Mm. It's kindness and time Mm. And that's what we try to do Because volunteers do not get paid And if you've got an expectation of being paid You're going in it with the wrong mindset Completely Forget it, it's not going to work Yeah, and you can make eco-bricks at home We were just talking about eco-bricks Eco-bricks are literally uh, empty two-litre cold drink bottles Any size or any sort, doesn't matter Fill those with your non-biodegradable waste 
donate those to us. And at the end of this year, when we have 16,000 eco bricks, we will be building a classroom in Deepslurt. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So it seems like all the answers are there. It's, you guys have all the answers for us. Well, I can't say we've got all the answers, but we certainly try every you, day. Well, you've got answers. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just thinking about, you know, the, the concept of volunteering, being, um, you know, 30 something years old, a mother of as many kids as I've got. I'm working every day. Generally, it's, it feels overwhelming to even consider where am I going to find the time to volunteer because I have to manage my social life, my career, my family, my this, my that. It's already a lot. It's a lot. So having to find the time to do anything else almost feels impossible. So it seems like you guys are providing that, you know, that little leeway where it's like, look, the time is there. You just need to use it wisely. So if for you, you enjoy baking, as you said earlier, and that's what you do for your kids then you can bake a little bit extra for somebody else's kids that is you volunteering of course it is make make an extra two liters soup freeze yes i'll take it to a soup kitchen for you with the greatest of pleasure wait until you go on a cold winter's morning Mm. and see these queues of people Mm. who without that cup of soup will have nothing to eat that whole day yeah so here's my challenge busy mum, busy career woman yes Life is like every moment is, is accounted for. Yes. Sleep is even, I'm sure, rationed yes. in your life. <laughs> but I'm sure that you buy milk or cold drinks or, or what mm. have you. You've got those in your house. Mm. Do you know that you, if you save those bottle tops, just those plastic bottle tops, save yeah. those, 450 kilos of bottle tops sounds overwhelming, but collective, we can do this, mm. will buy, in inverted commas, a wheelchair for a differently abled person. No. Last year... We collected enough bottle tops to gift 42 wheelchairs to differently abled people in our communities and in our country. Not only does that mean that those bottle tops didn't land up on a landfill or in the ocean or in the Mm, river or whatever, mm. they got recycled and they got into something else. Yes. But somebody... For me, this is this is what volunteering is. It's doing something that you might never remember mm. for somebody who mm. will never forget. Yes, they will never forget the moment that wheelchair arrived and they had mobility, mm. maybe for the first time in their lives. Mm. Now, as a busy mum, you can keep a little. I don't know, bucket or whatever next to your sink or next yes. to the dustbin or and whatever. Just throw them just in there. Just pop them in yeah, there. Yeah. There are loads of collection points. I can list those for you ad nauseum. You could contribute mm. in that very easy way mm. to enabling somebody to be mobile. I love that. It's all about the mindset. This is the, the exactly. energy that I'm getting. You are right. I feel like it's all about the mindset. It's about how you change your perception of volunteering as a concept. It shouldn't be this difficult thing. And also it shouldn't be, and I always say this almost every week I say, volunteering and helping shouldn't be this big show that you're putting on. Because mm-hmm. we don't have the budgets and the this and the that. It's like, it's you starting in your own little community, in your own circle of friends, in your own little family. Right. And then hoping that the next person will be like, oh, that's all it takes. Then I I can do it too. Exactly that. And you never know whose life you're going to change. Do you know that some of the volunteers are making, we, we designed something called a math spinner. And mm. um, math is not my strong point. If I ran out of fingers and toes, I kind of lost kind of, <laughs> no, no, no. But it didn't mean to say that I don't have a great respect for learning and learning times tables. You know what? Yes. I mean, we remember how our teachers taught them. It was as yes. boring as. Yes. So we make these math spinners and they go out into the schools in Tembisa and Deepstoke and what have you. Mm. And it's literally a spinning card that you know, has corresponding numbers. So three times three is, and then there's a little cutout that'll tell you nine. Mm. So, you know, it'll just help you to do that. All the, 
the volunteers that are doing that from home started doing it because they thought it was quite fun. Mm. We now have schools phoning us to say, please, can you ask your volunteers to make these to for make us? them for us? Because Whoa. our children find them such incredible learning aids. And you can sit and do that whilst you're watching television. Quite mm. honestly, you can. You really, mm. really honestly can. So, and you're right. I love what you're saying about change the mindset. Mm. Because if you think that you can't do anything, you're 100% right. You can't. You can't mm. do anything because you've told yourself you can't. You've believed it up to now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But if you decide that you can do something, there are Saturday schools that happen all around our, our, our city. One loaf of bread will feed nine children a sandwich. Mm. That's what mm. we can get out of that. And the Alex um, feeding scheme happens um, for the Saturday school there. You drop off your sandwiches at the Waverly Girls High. They make sure that all the children get them on Saturday morning. Mm. And you know what? These little, these little children, I mean, they come from homes where parents battle mm. and bless them. They do their best, mm. but they battle. They do. And so let, how do you learn? If you've got an empty tummy, how do you fill your brain? Exactly. Not possible. It's not going to happen. Not It's possible. not going to happen. Not possible. So do little things which are dignity bags, for example. You know, we're allowed to travel now, which is quite mm. fun. Yay. <laughs> yay. Very big yay. Mm-hmm. You go to your hotel as a business executive. They've got all these little amenities. Maybe you squeeze the shampoo out once and that's what you've done. They can't use those again. Mm. But if you bring those home, we make dignity bags out of those and oh. we give them to rape survivors mm. because rape survivors sometimes have to face the perpetrator in court wearing the same clothing mm. as they were, you know, as they mm. were violated. Most and, times. Mm. And we can just give them, it's, it's again, it's not going to make it better. Not that anything can ever make that circumstance better. Mm. But if you can go and, and clean yourself and, and exactly. wash, stuff that we take for granted every day, we hop into the shower two or three times a day, whatever exactly. it is. We can do those things. So you can bring those home and we'll find a place to place them, mm. you know. I could talk I love it I love it I love it It really feels like For somebody who's Never ever volunteered before This is the right place to start It's like volunteering 101 You guys will hold my hand Throughout the entire experience So that it can be An ongoing thing And not just a once off thing Absolutely I love that Tell me more about Corporate volunteering So corporate volunteerism Is something which Unfortunately In many instances Gets to be that July month thing Yeah And then I've done my business And off I go And corporate volunteering could be so much more than that. Mm. Imagine if part of your KPI was at the end of the year when we do our, our evaluation, tell me about what you did in the community. Exactly. And we expect of you 10 hours of community engagement or whatever it is. Imagine if you could change every working person's perspective on volunteering. So we do do quite a lot of work with corporates, creating ways for them to volunteer virtually or, or, or another. And we do a lovely thing. Sadly, mostly around Mandela Day, but um, I've got a, a picture of Mandela which I pixelated, created this image, and we make sandwiches for the pixels. Okay, so two thousand seven hundred and fifty-two sandwiches make mm. an image of Mandela, mm. and those sandwiches then can get taken into the inner city. That's a one-day wonder, and mm. it's a phenomenal thing to do. Mm. But corporate volunteerism needs to be more Ongoing. than it does, mm. and it needs to engage. I'm not saying, please, not for a second, am I not saying that the budget. And some corporates are phenomenal About Mm. the money that they give And you know what, please God let them continue to do that Yes But if we could could motivate Teams of people Mm. to do things Mm. Together So you're creating a sort of a team collaborative spirit as well Um, How much more impactful Would those teams not be in Mm. terms of Their their, their jobs and and, and their Directors For sure So corporate volunteering is something which I firmly believe in But I firmly believe it's got to be 
in as much as youth volunteering, mm. it's got to be done mindfully and willingly. Mm. Um, it can't be a big stick thing because it can't because those things don't work. No, and it shouldn't just be like. You know, we've ticked the box. I hate the concept of mm-hmm. we're being forced to do this because mm-hmm. if you go in with that attitude, you end up placing people in the wrong places, mm-hmm. doing things that they really don't care about. Whereas if you can make this something where, you know, you know that this group of employees really are into that thing, we can connect them with an organization that specializes in that thing, it can become an ongoing thing. I mean, you have got a beautiful voice, and that's why you Thank do the you. job that you do. Yes. <laughs> and and I celebrate that. And please don't stop doing the job that you do. But imagine if somebody else who has an aspiring life in radio, mm. let, let's say, has, you know, a, a lovely listening voice. Imagine if you would take time to read stories yeah. for the blind. Oh, my, right. So you can do that at home. Mm. It's as easy as falling off a bus to do. And um, the, the South African Deaf Association and the Blind Association have got books in all the, the language of, of our beautiful country mm. and not enough readers, yeah. you know, to do, you know, the, the reading. So yeah. you could do that. You could do that from home. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> like, I need to really get into it because that's exactly it. Because this is my passion. And, and how can I give back? By using my passion So imagine this Just as a dotted line link mm. You've got children Yes You read stories to your children yes. So you've got those beautiful Little children's books And mm. they don't take forever mm. uh, Sometimes you have to read them 700 times Which does take The forever. same book Yeah exactly. <laughs> But if you read Your fa- your child's favorite book mm. And when they've grown up And they know That's not no longer Their favorite book And you donate the book And a tape to an association mm. which can read that Even into schools yes. where, they, where the children sort of follow the stories yes. Hear the words yes. Learn to read vicariously mm. Imagine the legacy that you are leaving Not mm. only in your name But in the name of the love of your child Exactly And those are the things that we can look for oh. you know, We've got to find those We things. have to find them mm. I love that This really is about the mindset It is This whole thing is, is just that So how do I become a virtual volunteer? Like I'm ready I'm keen I don't have money I have very little time But I know how important it is To become a volunteer How do I become a virtual volunteer? The best way to do that Is to contact me via via email Okay I hate saying I'll I'll take your phone call Because the phones blow up And then I don't get back to you And then people are disappointed (laughs) But I'm very good at emails Because I can do that At 2 o'clock in the morning So my email address Is as simple as my name And where I work So my name is Sarah That's S-A-R-A-H And where I work Is Community Hours So it's Sarah At communityhours.co and if you bomb me an email, I'll give you some ideas with the greatest of pleasure. We'd love you to subscribe, of course. Yeah. Um, but if you if you've got time and and resources are limited, let me know. I will help you. That's it. That's it. And just like that, you're connected. You can find it. My, I love, 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 love that volunteering doesn't need to be this hard thing. You've simplified it right down to the human, almost the human level, just the basics. What is it that you like? Cool, we can put you there. There's always a need for something and for someone. And if where you lack, there's still a place for you, like somewhere out there. I completely believe that. Sarah, thank you so much. Oh, I'm so moved by this. (laughs) Like the idea of being a virtual volunteer. I mean, that sounds like, like I can literally just sit in my chair, but still from home be volunteering. Of course you can. Of course you can. Imagine, you know, clothing is just such an important part of, of volunteering as well. Mm. We've all got sacks of stuff we don't need yes. or don't want or, you know. Don't fit <coughs> <laughs> anymore. Yes, no, no, no. My wannabe size is a very different.
different to my reality side. <laughs> yes. But give with dignity. That's mm. all I ask is mm. give with dignity. So make sure that it's clean yes. and appropriate. But thank you for having me today. It's been such a joy. And thank I'm you. loving the sparkle in your eyes. Oh. And I hope that we get to work together. Definitely. Definitely. Forward. No, this sounds amazing. Sarah Welton Blake um, was here today. And I hope that after listening to this episode, you'll be moved to check out the website, get in contact with her, and find your place in the volunteering world. And don't be overwhelmed. It's really not this big thing where you have to put on a show and this big hoorah. It's the little that you do that can impact so many other people out there. And you won't even know it, but they will know it. And that's what counts. So Operation Change the Mindset. Loving that. I'm going to I'm gonna hashtag that. You can. You can have it from me to you. That, you see, that's my gift Thank to you. You, you see, see, you came here today thinking you'll be giving me all the answers. Girl, we're giving each other answers. Loving that. That's the energy. Thank you. Thank you so much at home for tuning in to another episode of Life with Lebang. It's always such a pleasure to hang out with you, introduce you to the minds of such great people. And I just hope that you are as moved as I was today. Until we meet again, go out there and have a fantastic life because you deserve it. Cliffcentral.com.